Hey, hey, everybody. This is Steve Kettleson. Welcome to the Flounders B Team podcast. You know, I know we said we wouldn't have anything for you this week, but we just could not stay away from the mic. A few of us got together, at least two of us, uh, myself and Kevin Zamira, and we had a nice chat about uh, the roster, roster construction, roster depth, uh, holes and needs, and uh, kind of where we think the hound- the Sounders are headed this uh, the rest of the season. So uh, stay tuned. We got lots for you today. Nice, quick, uh, concise show, just about an hour. So strap in and hang on. We're going to have a great time. You're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B-Team. Hey everybody, welcome to the Flounders B-Team podcast. I'm Steve Kettleson and I'm sitting here with Kevin Zamira and that's it. Nobody else was able to make it tonight, uh, busy summers and all that. But uh, it is Thursday, July 13th, 2017, and we're going to take this opportunity to have a little bit of an extra intimate conversation about our roster. Yeah, at let's the do it. S- Seattle Sounders FC. Um, Kevin has done a little bit of, a, of work here. We're going to have a conversation about just positions, depth in position, what the roster's doing, what it looks like, what it feels like, um, where our holes are, and uh, possibly a little bit of an outlook for the rest of the season and what this all means for us. And so let's just take it away. Uh, how do we want to start this? Back to front or front to back? Um, let's go front to back. Front to back. Yeah. Front to back. Front okay. To back. All right. Tim Hamilton would approve. He would approve. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> Man, if Tim was here, he'd be giggity. He would be giggity. Okay. No might cut that out. I, don't know. I always <laughs> promise to cut things out and I never cut them out. I don't think do that's it. one of the features. Don't start now. It's not a bug. It's a feature. Before we get going, how's your week been, man? It's freaking awesome. Teacher summers are the best. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm kind of jealous. However, I have missed a few appointments. Tell me about your missed appointments. <laughs> I lose track of time. Yeah. I've, I've got a great calendar on my smartphone. Okay. Um, I just don't ever consult it anymore. I've, I wake up, I do my little exercise routine, mm-hmm. eat some breakfast, okay. and then, you know, I do whatever I do. Why would you? And then I go, oh, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I was supposed was, to get a haircut. Yeah. Was I supposed to get a haircut? Was I supposed to take the kids <laughs> to the dentist? Um, do they have soccer practice? I don't know. Don't know. Doesn't matter. It's we'll great. get them there. Either way, um, I can reschedule because my calendar is pretty open. Absolutely. You don't have yeah. anything going on until what? Basically mid-July or mid-August? I have nothing work-related till August. That's phenomenal. God, I have everything work-related basically <laughs> through 2020. You're wearing a work-related shirt right now. I am. I am. I'm wearing my very fancy magenta uh, T T-Mobile shirt, yeah. but it looks really edgy. It is edgy. Um, because it's got like the sprayed, like, it's like letterpress. Yep. But it's really just silk screened. And it's this kind it's of synthetic edgy. black shirt. No, nope, it's edgy. I, I like have it. magenta. I have black shoes with magenta shoelaces. I saw that. Cole yeah. Hans? 
Cole Haan's, yeah, the black Cole Haan sneaks. A little nice. leather. They look I'm like a Cole just Haan little... fan. They make a quality shoe. I've got a Cole Haan uh, set of wingtips as well. Look at you with the wingtips. Oh, man. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you got to respect somebody that, that can rock a good pair of wingtips. You have to. Yeah. I've had to change the shoelaces twice on that ba- on those bad boys. I'm going to have them resold here pretty soon because they're a legit set Keep of em. shoes. It says a lot about a man that can resole a wingtip. Oh, yeah. No, it's got to be done. It has to. It has to be done. All right. All right. Speaking of tips, what's at the tip of our offense? Well. Segway. 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 You know, okay. So we're starting up front. Uh-huh. No shockers here. Um, in my lineup, I start Will Bruin. I, I go with Will Bruin as our lone striker. Okay. Is that a is that just a matter of past performance as a predictor of future performance? You know what? He's hot. He's scoring goals. Um, he's good in the air. He targets decent. He's not fast. Um, but I think considering the rest of the parts, he that's the position he plays. He doesn't really play any other position. Mm-hmm. And he's very effective. Um, but I do think, and we'll get into it as we move sure. back, um, he can be rotated in and out. But but to start with, yeah, I think Bruins your starting center forward. So he's good as like a good rotational uh, rotational forward in a yeah. system. I, I think so. I okay. think at this point, um, and we'll get into the holes and needs later. Yeah, um, sure. There there is a guy that I really hope is coming um, after watching him and watching some highlights and reading about him. Um, but for now, um, I think Bruins are starting center forward. Okay. I well, mean, you, you could, Morris could go there. Obviously he just scored a couple goals against Martinique for the national team The you know, not the full national team, which, but, which indicates that he's going to probably continue to get some call ups. Yeah. And Morris is, is the center forward of the future, right? He's your nine of the future, but Bruins good. He's scoring goals. So start him there. So I I start him there and I look at who you would potentially start there in lieu of Bruin and it's Morris. So that's not bad, right? I think you've got That's not a bad rotation. Yeah, you've got good options there. Yeah. When Morris is in and healthy, yeah. You rotate Morris he's in. He's a good center and, forward. And Bruin's a good center yeah. forward and yep. and you rotate him as the yeoman. And and Morris attacker. is Full admission here. Morris is a better starting center forward than Bruin. However, when you look at all the parts together, I think Bruin starts there. And if we move back a little bit to the line of three, because we're going to go through a 4-2-3-1. Okay. So you go to that midfield line of three. I think Morris is your starting left midfielder. All right. Right? He he's he does very well out there. He I think he actually performs better for now. Out on the left, then he does as a center forward. Okay. Give him time. That'll change. Um, Morris is your starting guy there. I think Roldan plays underneath Bruin as a center midfielder, attacking center midfielder, sort of a number 10, um, because I think he is our best all-around midfielder. So you put him in the center of the park. Is he our best 10? No. Is he our best attacking center midfielder? No. Is he our best defensive center midfielder? No. But he can do all of those things, and nobody else really can. Nobody else can do all of those things, and Roldan can do all of those things. 
So I recall if that makes sense. It does. It does make a little bit of sense. I recall okay. a few few uh, a few episodes ago uh, when we slotted him in that spot. You weren't a fan. I what's changed? Um. Well, I think again, it's about putting all the parts together. I see. And so by himself in that particular match, he wasn't not in that match. No, and way. I think that was against NYCFC. That yeah, was against. Yep. And. Uh, that wasn't a great game overall for the Sounders. That's a really, really, really small pitch. Um, yeah, narrow, small. Yep. Narrow, short. Awkward. Awkward. Definitely right? awkward. Moist. Um, first Somewhat <laughs> moist. <laughs> first time he had really played there. <laughs> um, but I, you know, as I've watched him more, he's our best all-around midfielder. He's our best box-to-box midfielder. Okay. So put him in the center of the park. Um, I think he's unselfish. I think he'll allow other guys to move in there and he can flow in and out, right? Um, because you put next to him on the right, Ladero. Now, Ladero's not a right midfielder. He's not a right winger. He, he's, he can't really play the 10 just because of how the MLS is refereed. He mm-hmm. doesn't get enough protection. That makes sense. So, um, But I think Roldan and Ladero could do a lot of switching. They could do a lot of movement. Um and they could cause a lot of teams' problems because they're very smart, and I think they're very unselfish, and I think they'll work off each other really well. So I think you start Roldan central, you start Ladero on the right, and, okay. and, and it's fluid, and I think it's very, very fluid from there. So when Morris is in and Bruins out, okay. you want him on the left. Well, if Bruins out, Morris goes up front. Okay. And then Dempsey comes so in. So why is Bruin out? Uh, Bruin might be out because he needs a rest. Bruin might be out because you need to put Dempsey in to satisfy the ego um, and keep him sharp. Um, Bruin might be out because uh, you want to get Morris up front and get him those looks as a center forward against a team that he can score against and get some confidence. Like, hey, if I'm playing Colorado and I know that Morris is going to get a goal or Morris is going to get opportunities, then I'm going to put him up front. I'm going to say, Bruin, you're a veteran. I'm going to give you some time on the bench. Um, let Dempsey play a full 90 against a lesser team. Let Morris sure. go up front and build his confidence, right? So uh, I like what you said about um, uh, that That triggers a little bit of thought for me. Yep. Dempsey playing 90 minutes against a lesser team. Yeah. Um, so that gets him minutes. It gets yep. him exposure. It yep. keeps him match fit. But... What does that indicate anything? I know you're not trying to say anything. You're not trying to be subtle, but does that say anything about his abilities or performance against much stronger defenders? Um, I just think he's getting older and I think you need to manage him, right? I think Schmetzer needs to manage Clint Dempsey. And I think, um, I can't remember the exact match. Maybe it was after Portland, Um, but I was really, really... Um, happy about Dempsey's post game where he said, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Portland. It was yep. Portland um, where he came in and said, hey, I'm getting older. I'm older. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I don't think he, he said, I can't play the whole time, but he admitted, you know, I'm older, right? <clears throat> Dempsey knows that he's not a 90 minute every game guy, but Dempsey knows he's a big game player and he can score some goals. Um, so I think you have to manage him. I just think that um, Bruin, Morris, um, those are some guys, that, and Dempsey, 
those are some guys that need to be rotated and shifted and managed mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. Because Morris isn't quite your every game 90-minute number nine striker, center forward. Uh, Bruin has a lot to offer still. He's hot. He can score some goals. Um, Dempsey can still offer a lot, score some goals, but he's not necessarily a 90-minute guy. So there's some management that needs to happen sure. there. So what what do you think about, um, and I want to harp on Dempsey, but what do you think about Dempsey's prospects for uh, the rest of the season as far as course, goal scoring, um, continued uh, continued enhanced performance? Mm-hmm. He's going to keep scoring goals. I mean, he is. He, he's going to score goals. He's going to be dangerous. I really like the fact um, that he understands where he's at in his career. Um, I just think he needs to be managed. I think right. Schmetzer's going to need to do a good job of being a man manager, which he is a good man manager. He's very good at talking to his players, dealing with them. He's very matter of fact. Um, we've seen that in person. I think you've seen that with some individual displays. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Dempsey's going to be vital, absolutely vital, especially when it comes to playoff and especially when it comes to big games. Um, you're going to want to make sure that he's ready for playoffs and make sure he's ready for potentially a run in those playoffs. Healthy. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Yep. Um, so if we keep moving back to the defensive center midfielders. talk about depth or we'll talk about that with Well, Lewis. no, we could talk about depth. Yeah, yeah okay. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you look at Morris Roldan Ladero. Because he's going to be, Morris right? is going to be spending some time away yeah, over the next year. You can do some management and some switching here, right? You've got a lot of options when it comes to your attacking four, mm-hmm. right? Bruin and Morris up top, but then, um, you know, if Morris isn't starting up top, he's in that midfield three. Dempsey could play on the left. Joven Jones could play on the left. Okay. Um, Kovar could play out on the left. He's a left footer, right? In that number 10 role, mm-hmm. Ladero could slide in there. Dempsey could slide in there. You've got really good options in there. If you move out to the right where Ladero, I have Ladero starting. Sure. Um, I think that's really your weakest spot. Uh, Kovar can go out there. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a sub. Wingo could go out there. He's a sub. Um, I mean, maybe you have to get a little creative and slot Jones out there. To on the on maybe. what side? On the right side, because then he could cut into his left. Does he have that? Uh, oh, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah you right? just kind of kind of decoy him out there. Yeah, and I mean, Ladero's out space. there. Yeah, Lidero's yeah, yeah. out there. So he cuts into yeah, his sure. left, right? He's he's not getting around the outside of the left back and cut and getting to the end line, right? I can dig he's it. He's floating and moving around. So potentially you could you, you just have to be. There's, I some think tac- Schmetzer, there's some tactical excitement there. Yeah, you possibly you yeah. have to be creative there. Schmetzer's going to have to be creative, but he's uh, got options. When you look at Bruin, Morris, Roldan, Ladero, Dempsey, Jones, potentially. Kovar, Wingo for 20 to 25 minutes at the most from those two guys. You've got some options. You've got pace. You've got um, experience. You've got youth. You've got ability. You've got goal scoring in Bruin, Morris, Dempsey, Ladero. You've got goals. You think Kovar's only got about 25 minutes of fitness in him? No, not fitness. I think um, impact. And I think. I see. I see. Yeah. uh, Being effective. Right now, I think he's 20, 25 minute player. Um, I think he'll grow and and get better for sure. Um, but right now, I, I see him as a 
60, 65th minute sub coming in and changing the game a little bit his pace and tenacity and ideas and creativity um, and being direct. Right. Um, I think the deepest part of our team, well, the best, I think the best part of our team is the defensive center midfield spot. I think Ozzy and Svensson are two best defensive center midfielders. Right? And I'm being real specific with that and saying defensive center midfielder. Okay. Right? Um, Ozzy is unquestionably great. Oh, yeah. Um, Svensson, I think, is a bit divisive. I think uh, I've talked to a lot of people and either they love him or they hate him um, because he's had some iffy moments as a center back. But I think as a pure defensive center midfielder, he's very, very good. And he's had some disastrous moments. Yeah, as, in the air. At, in the air as uh, as a fullback, right? The center back, he's positionally sound. He's a great distributor. He's terrible in the air. Okay. Right? I mean, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, wow, I like him because positionally sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good 1v1 defender. And you've been very consistent in that um, opinion. Yeah. And, which is fine. But... Not very good in the air. Gets not beat in the air. Gets beat in the air. Not the air. air. Marshall. Well, that's no, why we have. He, that's why we have Chad Marshall. Marshall. But we we need. We absolutely need good air yeah. cover in that fullback position. Yeah, absolutely. So Ozzy and Svensson, those are my those are my starting two. Um, Roldan can slot in there, no problem. Mm-hmm. Does a very good job there. Um, but after that, it's a little thin. It's a little thin. I do like no, I Ray Sari. Um, from S2. Tell me a little bit about Ray. Man, I, um, I saw him live play against the Portland team in the U.S. Open Cup. Um, I thought he was great. Um, I thought he did a good job um, against San Jose in the U.S. Open Cup. He is not huge. He's not big, but okay. he moves really well. He covers the back four really well. Um, he can move the ball side to side. He's not incredibly incisive with his passing moving forward. Um, but I think if you're looking for somebody to just do a job and fill a role and come in and be safe, okay. I think he's your one guy from S2 that you could potentially move up there. Okay. Yeah. So, um, to, but that's very a problem specifically spot. to that to that uh, yeah. uh, that defensive. Defensive center midfield uh, Defensive spot. center behind Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy and Svensson, I think, are very good. I like them a lot when it comes to defending, covering the back four, starting the attack, um, being good distributors, um, reading the play, disrupting the play, that sort of yeah. thing. I think they do a very, very, very good job. Um, and they can both do a role of filling in um, for Torres and Marshall Yeah, in the run of play. Oh, absolutely. Especially, um, but yeah, in the run of, especially in in a in a, a late match emergency substitution kind of situation, sure, where you have to have somebody where you know uh, Alfred Gile, uh Chad Marshall, loving yeah. to death, but man, I feel bad for the guy. He's like cursed, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a ball to the face from your well, own teammate at seventy five miles an hour. But dude. anyway, my point being that if you do slot somebody back, Roldan has the uh, has the ability to slot yep. into Svensson's spot. Yep. Um, even though we don't like Svensson in in Torres' spot, but. Roldan is in a position yep. where in your lineup at that 
attacking center mid mm-hmm. that but he can slot in for where Swenson. he can slot in and in the match he'll have the the awareness and kind of the, yep. the comfort of what's going on in that part of the match mm-hmm. in that part of the field to mm-hmm. to 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 make that that intelligent connection back well I'm, you look at the um the tying goal against portland yeah that was roldan running back he made a very very good tackle right Goalkeeper distributed, I think. I'm not going to get the start of this play perfect, but I thought their goalkeeper distributed. Um, Roldan went back, great tackle, won the ball, started the attack back again, and it eventually got out wide to Torres, who crossed mm-hmm. in for Dempsey for the game-tying goal. But Roldan made a smart, smart tackle. Didn't foul, could have fouled, didn't do it, um, and then made a very smart um, distribution pass. So I, I just think... yep. Ozzy and Svensson are strong there. Roldan can slot in there. Could start there, no problem. I mean, I think I think we're um, splitting hairs when you start talking about Ozzy, Svensson, and Roldan mm-hmm. starting there. I want all of them starting. Yep. So this is where I was talking about like the parts. Yes. So I, I, you could argue that Roldan should start over Svensson, and I wouldn't disagree with you. But I want all of them in the lineup. I want yep. Ozzy, Svensson, okay. and Roldan in the lineup. Interchangeable pieces yep. that work together. Yeah. Oh, right. those three work incredibly they well together. Well. I want those three in the center of the field working together, mm-hmm. being smart, talking to each other, covering for other players, um, channeling the other team out wide, away from the goal. Um, I, I just think that's a really smart, really tough um, really tactical base for your midfield there. That's where your attack starts. Yeah. Is right there. Yep. And yep. then moving to the back line. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Jones at left back. Okay. But didn't you put him at... Well, he, oh, he no, starts no, no, at no, left you're back. Right, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. No worries. I'm trying to look at your sheet here. Yeah, Jones starts <laughs> at left back. I'm cheating. Torres, Marshall, center back. Yep. And I'm going to trust management again and go with yep. Kelvin yep. Leardham at right back. Yeah, we talked about that last time. If you're going to use TAM money, you better start that dude. No, absolutely. Uh, right? Um, I, I heard some other takes today about, uh, I mean, frankly, it took a long time for uh, Brad Evans to recover. And He's, it, I, this is something that they're just responding I, to. I, I picked up my milk from the front porch today. Uh-huh. And there was um, on my milk carton, Brad Evans' picture was on there. <laughs> It's not very nice. I, has anybody seen him lately? <laughs> Where's Brad Evans? Seen me. Where's I love Brad Evans. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, freaking love Brad Evans. I just think as a player, um, and he's exhibited it continuously, <clears throat> consistently as a person. He's a great person. Um, so and not trying to throw shade at the dude. And we haven't conceded a goal in the three makes our back line way better that he's been on the field no uh, doubt somebody that. else pointed out however no, just pointed that out today his face on was 11. on the side of a milk carton yeah i'm not lying my Where's only Brad concern Evans? my only concern Where's there Brad Evans? where is he where does he Where's Brad Evans? anyway he's probably hanging out with his gorgeous family and dog and whatever wearing and, his kilt yep having a great thing. time yep it's beautiful getting paid so um, my only concern with that is um, kind of that 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 leadership gap, right? Uh, yeah. Because Stefan well, Fry isn't as vocal in his leadership, except well, when he's yelling at people for missing their marks, I, which is totally reasonable. Well, if we're all healthy, Marshall's a great mm-hmm. leader. Ozzy's a great yep. leader. Um, I think Torres is a good center back. Mm-hmm. I think he leads uh, by example. 
Um, Roldan is growing into that leadership. Um, okay. If Dempsey's on the field. I, I actually do like him as a leader because I think spiritually um, the guys follow him. Right? Mm-hmm. Just his spirit and tenacity. I think Absolutely. they go for it. Um, Will but, they ever give him back the captain's armband? Dempsey? Mm, I don't think he needs it. I don't okay. think he needs it to be a leader. Right? I think he can be a leader well, without no, it. No, you don't need a title to be a leader. But Yeah. Yeah. Eh, I don't think so. Okay. No. Nope. I'd love to see Roldan get it. Yeah. I'd really, really love to see Roldan get that captain's armband. <sighs> it, like, right? Just I remember right? all the times that we watch our our beloved boys uh take the field in a, a US cap, right? Oh it's just amazing. So cool. Week. Watching So cool. Uh, what Jorsten oh. Moldon. Yeah. Yeah. Jorsten Hello, Moldon. Brad. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for that. <laughs> but it, it's just it it feels so, so good. cool. It feels so good to be so deeply connected to yep. that uh to to the and national team organization, the national two local guys. Locals. Right. Like they're from here. Eastside right? and crossfire players. Yeah. yeah. You played with some of these kids. No, right? not, no, no, no. Didn't play with them. Coached against them. Coached yeah, that's what I meant. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah my they, uh they, I, my brother in law mm-hmm. uh, used to play against DeAndre Yedlin all the time. Uh and it's like, dude, that dude's fast. Yeah. He played against Jomo. He yep. you know It's super cool to see them out there. It is. It is. It's really freaking cool. Yeah. Just seeing them in the starting lineup, like, oh good, Bruce Arena. You didn't screw over the Sounders this time. You're actually playing those guys. Well, yeah. As you should. And, you know, I don't I don't think Bruce has ever, you know, as much malice as we put towards that guy sometimes. I don't think he's ever grudge holding. So here's Certainly a hot take. not like Klinsman would hold a fucking grudge here's against a hot player. Take. Yeah, Bruce Arena probably not smart enough. That's what I was that. gonna say. That's right? literally like, it's like I know what people I have to put in the spot yeah. and I'm going to put them in the spot and I'm going to get the right person for the role. It's yeah. not that he's not that smart. He's got a great soccer brain. He's got a great management brain. Yeah, he He's ain't. not that creative. And I think you've pointed he's, this out. He's not that creative when it comes to no. kind of tactics and, he's, and what he's going to do. He's not gonna playing gonna 3D chess. Certainly, right. He's <laughs> not playing 19-dimensional chess. No, he is not. No. He, I, he can win games. He can win soccer games. I, I think... As a U.S. coach, I don't know if we've ever had a better U.S. coach at winning games. Yeah, I don't think we have. I think he knows how to win soccer games. I don't know if he knows how to do. I don't know if he knows how to build a program, mm-hmm. a youth program, a scouting program. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, but he knows how to win soccer games. So okay. I was excited to see him put. Jorston Muldan on the field. That was super fun to watch. Like those kids are fun to watch playing. They're still kids, man. Yeah. I didn't get to watch the whole, I didn't get to watch the whole match, but Mm -hmm. uh, was there a little bit of a kerfuffle towards the end? uh, Somebody's worried about uh, 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 Jordan Morris's status and I didn't get to see the news on that. Oh, I don't know. Okay. That's news to me. It might just be where they're going to pull I shall research. Okay, cool. No worries. I, I just thought Jordan Morris was... Uh, probably the best U.S. player on the field how many, overall. How many goals did he score? I think two. He was it two? two goals. I think he, I think he scored the game-winning goal Brace too. For Jordan. I think game-winning goal. Um, great. Oh, that second the goal, goal was against awesome. was garbage, right? Though, right? Um, Guzan left something to be desired in goal <laughs> a little bit. So did our defending. 
So they're defending. No, yeah, it doesn't fall at the. It doesn't um, always fall at the feet of the goalkeeper. Yeah, it rarely uh, falls to the feet of the goalkeeper. I would hope he can protect his near post a little better next yep. time. That's but fair. Anyway, back cool. to the Sounders. All right, back to the Sounders. Sounders. Yep. Back line, because this is why I wanted to go. Well, we talked about Torres. We talked about. Well, there's more to say. I but think. there's more. Yeah, who's 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 so, what's the depth, right? So that's our lineup. Our depth at left back is great. Tolo, mm-hmm. excuse me, sorry, Yolo, sorry, Tim Hamilton, <laughs> Yolo, Yolo knew who. Yolo at left back is he's been very good. Yeah, and um, uh, you know, I wanted to see more of him. I wanted to see if uh, he would eventually come back down to earth. He's playing great, mm-hmm. so I think he's a good backup for Jones. Okay, he's a very good backup for Jones. I know that in my blog post I wrote that he should start. I left out Morris. Yeah. <laughs> Huge bonehead move. Tolo shouldn't start. Jones should start at left back. In the MLS, Jones is a better left back um, than he is a left winger. I know in the Gold Cup he's playing left wing and he's scoring goals, but in the MLS, I think he's a better left back. So start Jones there. Tolo is a great sub for him. Torres and Marshall. Um, and this is where our strength becomes our weakness. Yes. Torres and Marshall... Um, if we're going to make a run in the MLS Cup, which I think we can, Torres and Marshall as our center backs are a strength. However, either one of those guys gets hurt. And yeah, I, I read this. There's um, like 50% chance at least one oh, of those guys is going to get hurt. Yeah. What for is it? some stretch. Even if it's just a couple weeks. 80% of the time it works 50% of the time or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> I read a stat on Sounder at Hard. Works every that time. Torres is yet to play more than three consecutive games. That's frightening. That's not false either. Yeah. Thinking back. No, that's totally true. Yeah. That's uh, dangerous. That's frightening. So, Marshall. And, and what's our depth there? Yeah. So, like so my Svensson, notes. That's when we're slotting Svensson in. Yeah. My, my notes next to Torres, yet to play more than three consecutive games. Ouch. Marshall. Ouch. Ouch my ankle. Ouch my head. <laughs> you just got a big. Uh, which I out, love. You Marshall. just have a big thought bubble there yeah. in that whole area called Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Um, her backups there are not great. Alfaro, I'm not sold on. Svensson, we've talked about that. Um, those aren't MLS winning center backs. So in huge writing, at the bottom, and we'll get to this, but we need a start worthy center back to back up Torres or Marshall. So, because you can't have Alfaro, you can have Alfaro next to Marshall. You can probably have Svensson next to Torres, but both those guys are an injury liability. Okay. So we have a, a young man who's eighteen years old. No. <laughs> no. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard he, pass. Sam Rogers. Yeah, that's who I was talking about. Uh, He's not going to happen. Potential. He had lots of potential, Kid's but he playing, doesn't. He can't I, I believe play. the kid is playing in a U18 USSDA final. He's playing in a national final. Um, <clears throat> so good for him. Kid just graduated high school. Um, Literally. That, like three weeks ago. That kid is not going to win us an MLS championship at okay. this point. He's just not. He's not very good in the air um, just because he's not strong enough because he's 18 years old. So I'm not slagging him. As a player, no, no, no. I think he's a very good center back for his age, and I think he has got potential to be a great center back in the league, but not right now. Okay. No, I mean, we're if we're looking at the here and now, our biggest strength, Torres and Marshall at center back, 
those two are great, is our biggest weakness because they get hurt. They get injured, and we don't have backups for them. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, Nanasinkum. He's not. No. I've, I've seen him play a little bit. He's not really that great. Riley I mean, as Grant, I've said before, if Alfaro. He's a good S2 player, but if, meh. No, like if Alfaro's our guy that we're bringing up from S2, there's nobody else. Alfaro's not start worthy. He's not. He's so far off from Torres and Marshall right now. I agree. He's so far off. Um, that that's our biggest hole. Like if we're gonna, um, so if we're gonna move on in the conversation, have a you seen? Bit, well, just uh, to holes and needs. The other the other option is Rodriguez uh, L.A. No, no. I liked his play on uh, in the Open Cup match. He's fine, but. Against have Portland. you seen him in a have you seen him in an MLS game? No, not yet. Okay. There's probably a reason for that. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I'm just trying to be logical about it. No, it's you got to trust management to some extent that yeah. they give them the ability to evaluate a player. I'm not saying yep. that I just want to talk about, you know, the potential diamonds in the rough and make sure that we're not but missing we, something. But if we're talking about this season right now, yep. I it's think we found, time. we found odds are you're not going to find a ton of diamonds in the rough. We found our diamond in, in the rough. It's YOLO. All right. Right? And with that, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back into Holes, Needs, and Outlook. Uh, thank you. You are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. It's not worth the risk. You know that we are still young. So don't be dumb. Don't trust Cause it's bad for your ears Your friends will all be sorry when they can't hear And save the hell away from drugs Cause they not legal Then bury all your money in the backyard like a beagle Cause you should never trust the bank They've been known to fail And never travel by car or bus, boat or by rail And don't travel by plane And don't travel at all Build a bomb shelter basement with titanium walls And wear titanium suits in case pianos fall on ya And never go with saunas Cause they're crawling with piranhas And never take the stairs they're often unsafe. You only live once. Don't let it go to waste. All right, welcome back to the Flounders B Team Podcast. Before we get started again, I'd like to talk about the next company that's going to give us a cease and desist. Uh, <laughs> but uh, basically, hey, we're talking about the Old New Orleans Spice Flavored Rum. It won't give you the shits. It will not give you the shits, I promise. But uh, I can't remember where I picked this up. I'm pretty sure it was not in... No, it's crafted and bottled by the Celebration Distillation Corporation, New Orleans, Louisiana. I uh, had a similar bottle. It wasn't the same bottle uh, when Sarah and I went down to New Orleans and uh, uh, got this for a crawfish boil um, down on a camp, uh, which is a house on stilts on the wet side of the levee uh, on the Mississippi River. And that was one of the most phenomenal experiences of my life. It was round about sunset, 7.30, 8.30. The bugs weren't bad. It was uh, early spring, March. And <sighs> Kevin. It's like, Kevin. It's lovely. The weather was magical. The sun was setting. I was watching the tugboats push the barges around the bend in the river across this. Like there's an, uh, an oil refinery across the river. But on this side of the river, it was absolutely fantastic so it's like 
left to right, north to south, um, that final bend in the river right there at the delta where you're starting to push out into the Gulf of Mexico. Um, so uh, just that view, I, I just I, it's burned into my mind uh, for the rest of my life. Visit New Orleans. Stay away from Bourbon Street. You'll have a much better time. Drink old New Orleans rum. It's like Drink. Christmas in a bottle. It really is. It's got a. Uh, it's very sweet and warm mm-hmm. all by itself. It's got a nice nutmeggy, um, cinnamony flavor to it. But I think more nutmeg and clove yeah. than cinnamon. I like that. How else would you characterize that? Yummy. It's it's a it's a it's very yummy gold rum. It's a spiced rum. Uh, it's very sweet. Uh, as far as rums go. Um, and I could tell you it mixes well with Coke, but I mean, don't. Nah, drink it straight yeah. and... A little ice. It'll get you drunk. There you go. Old New Orleans, <laughs> Cajun Spice. It'll get you drunk. And won't give you the shits. All right. That's so the, That's the highest praise <laughs> I can give any liquor. <laughs> if that's what we end up doing on this cast for these liquors, I'm not sure that this is going to be sustainable, my friend. No, I yeah, think so. No, I think we keep doing this. So I've also got a little a little uh it's it it it's about the size of an airplane bottle, but it's probably two airplane bottles and uh it's a mystery rum from that my friend brought brought to me when he visited uh the Domin- the Dominican Republic and it still has not been opened and I'm kind of scared to open it cuz it looks amazing. So I haven't thought about this in a long time uh-huh. but I spent Far, far too long in McMinnville, Oregon. It's where Linfield College is, and they used to mm-hmm. uh, host regional ODP camps there. Okay. And so I would go down, and I was part of the staff for regional ODP a couple times. Okay. Um, coached with my friends down there, had a blast. There's like four bars in McMinnville, Oregon. Okay. So if you're there for a few weeks in a row, you get to know the bartenders pretty well. All of the bars. Yeah. So after a while, um, one of the bartenders would sell us the moonshine that he had uh, under the bar. Okay. This this little bottle reminds me of the bottle he would pull up from <laughs> under the bar with his homemade moonshine. Oh yeah. I mean, there's it. there's no seal on this bottle. No. It's a cork. It's a small cork. Uh, it's a glass bottle. Uh, about what five inches high, uh, with a long neck, yeah, and a small plastic cork with a it glass ball on me. top of it. Not gonna lie, it frightens me a little we're, bit. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give it a little taste a little bit later, mm-hmm. um, and we'll tell you about it later. Maybe I don't know, but next pod maybe, and maybe the next pod. Yeah, maybe we'll save it for the next pod. I don't right. know. Of course, there'll be five people to split it with, and that won't be as as much fun. Mm. I'm really liking this intimate setting right it now. Intimate. It feels nice. The sun's going down. I like, I like talking with the, you. The mood lighting is yeah. is right. It's very romantic. It's, <laughs> it's about eight thirty, and uh, yeah, the sun is going down on a Thursday night. Our our week is coming to a close here pretty soon, and man, it's it is the magic hour. It is dusk. It is. It's a great photography hour. Anyway, wow, let's move this along, eh? All right, let's talk about... God, what? Let's talk about the holes and the needs. Holes and the needs. You want to start uh, back to front this time? Would Hamilton give holes and needs a giggity? I think he'd give that a giggity. I think he might. Yeah, he might give that a giggity. Giggity. I think so. Giggity. Yeah, holes and needs. Um, I'm going to jump right onto my soapbox. Get on it. 
We need I'll hold start, the microphone for you, baby. We need a start-worthy third center back. Start-worthy third center back. Yep. Left or right, doesn't matter. Hopefully they're flexible care. enough to cover both. I don't care. Torres and Marshall play right or left center so, back. So it doesn't, is there doesn't a matter lot of, and I don't know, I don't know enough, right? So um, I don't have the experience you have. So is is are left and right center backs generally pretty interchangeable? Um, or is no. there a, is that? No, I wouldn't say generally. Just people have a, a stronger side? Yeah, I think familiarity is a great thing to have. Footedness, is that yeah. important? Um, I always liked a left, if I had a left-footed center back, I would play them on the left side because that pass um, into the channels, if they're going to play it forward into the forwards, is bending into that forwards run. I see. Also, they can cut that back into a center midfielder that's checking back for the ball. I see. Um, so you want left foot for the defense. You yeah. So like if counter. Alfaro and Marshall are gotcha. playing, Alfaro's your left center back. Okay. Marshall's your right center back. I can dig it. Um I think Marshall's a little better with both feet than Torres is. But again, I think you're splitting hairs. So I would play Torres as your right center back, Marshall as your left center back. Right. Um, neither one of those guys is left footed, uh, but Marshall's um, more comfortable on the ball. I mean, he's he's had some great stats throughout the season where he just does not give the ball away. So um, if you're going to put somebody in a weaker spot, I'd put Marshall in that left center back spot. Okay. Um, but that's a huge need, right? If if we're going to talk about a hole or a need, um, and and if we're going to want the Sounders, which we do, to make a run in the playoffs yeah. and defend their MLS Cup, we're going to have to do it with defending. And Torres and Marshall can do it. Yeah. If they're healthy, we're fine. We're absolutely fine. If Torres and Marshall stay healthy... We're in a great, great spot, just like we were last season. However, yeah. 50% of the time, it works every time. Yeah, if one uh, of those guys gets injured, we're in a shit ton of trouble. Because Alfaro is not going to win you a championship as a center back. Right. Svensson, as much as I like him sure. and root for him, he's not going to win you a championship sure. as a center back. So even next to Torres or Marshall, those guys aren't going to win you a center back. They're going to make a mistake. That's the problem, right? Yeah, we're going to let goals in. The, yeah, they're going to make an error. Alfaro is going to make an error um, just in pure defending. Svensson will make an error in the air, right? He'll get targeted. Um, somebody will match up with him yeah. and and find a ball in the air. And, or foul him and piss him off. Yeah, and so that's an issue. And if you want to win a championship, you can't make mistakes. right? So we have to get a start-worthy third center back and you know what if torres and marshall get injured then okay i mean fuck it it's not it's not gonna happen <laughs> it's just not gonna happen you can't have contingencies for everything no but when i look at the biggest and glaring as far as acquisitions hole, go we're not picking up in 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 the transfer window there's no way in oh. hell we're picking up two center backs we'll be lucky to find one shit steve you 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 hit the nail on the head. Like for me, like when I start looking for who are the Sounders picking up? Okay, Durlis Gonzalez. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I've I've started watching them online. Started looking for clips. Is that an actual like hot prospect now? Yeah, it is. And I'm like excited. I'm like sweet. This guy 
is technical. He's got good pace. He's creative. He's good in tight spaces. He's a clinical finisher. He's a creative finisher. I'm like, oh, Durless Gonzalez? Like, oh, yeah. I would love to have that guy. He can score some goals. Like, Ladero finding him. Um, Morris running off of him. Roldan working underneath him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I will take Durless Gonzalez in a heartbeat. That guy's awesome. Paraguay. Would, would love to have him. Who's he playing now for Dynamo? Uh, Dinamo Kiev. Yep. Yeah, okay. Dinamo Kiev. He doesn't play a ton, but he's a Champions League player, right? Dinamo Kiev was in the Champions League. Um, watch some highlights of him. He's he's impressive. He really is impressive in his highlights. And obviously, they're highlights, but um, he's fun to have. However, he is not a center back. I see no rumors. I see nothing online. I, I don't see anything in the works. Doesn't mean it's it's not happening, but I see nothing in the works for any sort of defensive help. So, I mean, okay. I think we're looking at Alfaro well, or Svensson or Evans. Yeah, and you were pointing out that Henderson Henderson's doing quite a bit of scouting in uh, South America right now or over the I past month so. or so. It looks like so. and he's been... Instagramming it, yeah. Uh, but like, barring getting a second division uh, unknown player from uh, from a, a, a bar club in yeah <laughs> in, in unless, Argentina, unless what, like it's going to have to be an unknown because it's crickets out there, right? Yeah. As far as I'm the transfer rumors and the transfer nope. window, transfer sites. And when you look and, at the rumors, it's all attacking. Guys. Yeah. Where do you look at, for, where do you look for rumors? Twitter, sounder at heart, um, anywhere I can find them. Sure. Okay. It's tough. Cause there's, um, I saw this great, this is kind of a bit of an aside, but I saw a great article in the New York times about the, um, where fake news originated. <laughs> And it originated with soccer transfer news. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, (laughs) you're right. It totally did. (laughs) Yeah. So parsing through all those rumors is really tough. But Mm -hmm. any sort of legitimate, as legitimate as it can be, um, rumors. I mean, you're looking at Durlis Gonzalez and I think Sounder at Heart put something about Guy Serge Adoa, a Cameroonian player. But he's an S2 possibility as an attacking center mid. I'm really, and, really I mean, nervous about... And you, you got about... to keep that pipeline going too, sure. right? I mean, oh, yeah. you know, a talented young player that yep. hasn't been proven yet but has potential. You yep. get him in a in a professional uh, mm-hmm. organization. Maybe. And he looked good. He yeah. looked good on his highlights. Okay. I'm not going to pretend to have seen him anywhere else. I saw him on highlights. He looked good, strong. But I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing anything about the back line, and that's where I get really nervous. Right? It, and this is really simplistic. But it's a good bit of wisdom. If you want to win games, if you want to win championships, you got to score goals. You got to stop the other team from scoring goals. Okay. I think we can score goals. Jeez, man. If we don't have Torres and Marshall, I'm really, really nervous about stopping the other team from scoring goals. I mean, he's like first division in, in Ukraine, and he is, I don't even know what he plays. Hold on. Left winger. Go. That's, and Gonzalez? you've been talking about left wingers. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, he could play left winger. He could play center forward. Yeah. Either one. He's very creative, very good striker, in tight spaces. Right yeah. wing. Yep. And uh, I was on uh, Transfer Market last week talking about the potential, quote, salary for mm. our dear friend Leardom. And I just wanted to point out to our listeners that I was very much confusing, I think, because I was tired and sleepy and 
drinking a lot too much. Um, the the salary, which would be like a much more reasonable, like five six thousand a week, maybe mm-hmm. with the uh, if not less, with the transfer value of the player at you know 1.5 million or whatever so um we still don't know or i still don't know what the what the the what the um the tam hit is for that but uh basically we can probably assume we're still in the neighborhood of six or seven hundred thousand dollars in tam available hopefully i mean um not knowing what the hit is we have estimated about nine hundred thousand dollars in allocation money um, according to a towards... very well put together, uh, well, very well put together article on Sounder at Heart by mm-hmm. I think it was Dave Clark mm-hmm. uh, talking about that. That sounds right. Uh, love yeah. Dave. Oh my yep. god, he's such a great writer. So we've got money, we've got spots. Yeah, just got to fill the dance card. Yeah, baby. I don't see any leads or any rumors, so that makes and, me super nervous. Or you know, maybe they're just good at keeping secrets or maybe nobody's just paying attention to the uh to south america and that's really where i think our our transfer market stuff is going to come from so so. um durless man it would be really cool to go to get a good solid left winger it looks like he can play at right wing as well uh, which would fill some holes as well right yep good well and here's the thing if he could play left wing then um he can push morris up top yeah bruin could then come in late and, mm-hmm. and be a great, great change super of pace. Sub. Yep. Yeah, uh, awesome. Okay, we could score some goals. And like I said, if Torres and Marshall are healthy, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I really, really like our outlook in okay. the playoffs. I really do. Like to end this on a high note. Yeah. Who wants to play a healthy Seattle Sounders team in the playoffs? Nobody, especially at home. If we can get some, I don't I, some yeah, advantage. I don't care anywhere. Who wants to play a healthy Seattle? Like, the thought kind of hit me today, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it gave me a lot of optimism. Okay. I was like, who? Like, when you look at the standings, outside of going to KC, yep. who wants to play us in the playoffs? Fucking KC. I who? don't ever want to go to KC again. But, but who wants to play us? Well, certainly Nobody's no, gonna nobody in at, our division. Nobody nobody in the Western Conference. Nobody in the West. We're all garbage. Right. As uh as NA pointed out today. I mean, we own uh, Portland. Own them. Yeah. So Colorado's garbage. Well, they're not gonna make the playoffs though, yeah. right? So when LA. you when you start looking at the table on the Western Conference, KC's at one, okay. Dallas is at two, Houston's at three, Portland's at four, mm-hmm. San Jose is at five. They're a bit of a bogey team. You got the Couve at six, and we're at seven. Oh, they're the Couve. Um, I I wholeheartedly think we're jumping up in there. I, I think we're going to knock out either Portland or Vancouver. So I think I think you're going to have Kansas City, Dallas, Houston, um, Portland or Vancouver, San Jose, and us. So those are your six teams that are going to make the playoffs. Yep. Salt Lake, go home. Colorado, go Minnesota, home. go Minnesota, home. Minnesota, poor Minnesota. LA Galaxy, go Walker. home. I wish they'd go home. No, they're going to go home. You think so? Uh, LA Galaxy is without not Bruce make the Arena. They're just no, toast without Bruce Arena. Without my hot take. Donovan. They're not making the playoffs. Is Lando still playing for them? Even no. Okay. Lando's in a below average color commentator. 
for oh, that's U.S. Right. soccer games. I forgot about that. But at he's least, not bad. But at least he speaks. He used to be Spanish. terrible. Now he's below average. Is he still doing? He's getting uh, better. Is he, he's still doing like Univision and all that. Uh, I don't know. He was on the FS1 or, uh, was broadcast, he doing, I think. Uh, NBC Deportes? No, I think he was on FS1 with okay. um, um, Stuart Holden. Okay. Who Stuart Holden's great. I, yeah. I really like him a lot. So, so, so back if to, we're talking so Outlook. Is there anything... Wait, wait let's, is there anything oh. on the... So I wanted to kind of challenge our Do earlier it. thinking, Do right? It. And kind of circle back to earlier in the season. Okay. We are screaming, like even just in the last episode, we're screaming about, hey, why are we getting a right back? Why are we getting a right back? Where's that acquisition comment? Or yeah. why, why are we picking up that acquisition? Yeah. And um, there's a lot of other analysis out there saying, oh man, I really love our attack right now and our depth. And we have been screaming on this show for uh, more attackers especially on the right well i think right? as a show yeah we've been as a show that. i've been asking for a center back but i don't okay. disagree with what you just said um i think we signed a center back because it fits garth Lagerway's philosophy uh-huh. that when you have a good player available you sign them oh absolutely so but do we still have gaps oh shit top yeah. right uh yeah yeah Lideros are we didn't talk I about. I think that. he's our. Well, we didn't talk a little about bit. The, we didn't talk about the hole. Well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ladero's our starting right midfielder, mm-hmm. right winger, and we're still. Um, I mean, I'm. I'm but still his unsure backups, about his about his just overall performance and fitness. Oh, for the I role. like him. No, yeah? I'm, I'm good with Ladero. You All start right. him. He's always in the starting lineup. Okay. Every time, I know he's had his struggles, but um, I think he's 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 good. I'm good with Ladero. Okay. I think he's got the ability to change a game. With one pass, with one strike, with one moment. So you always keep him in there. Um, circling always. back to another thought, I'm sorry. Uh, Torres. Yeah. Um, other than injury troubles, the rumors that he's having, um, eh. we don't we don't deal with the, you, I, don't, you, you know, don't really believe in the. No, I mean, he's angling for politics. a new contract. He's angling for a new contract. So it's just Good strategic. For him. Do it. Yeah, okay. do it. It's just his agent saying. Hey, look, man. Go make money, Torres. Like, do what Absolutely. you do, man. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't fault him in the least, but I don't think it's going to affect him. I think he's a professional. Okay. I think the only drawback to Torres is is he's injury prone. That's it. That's it. Um, I wish he was a little better distributor, but you know what? Dude's a center back. He tackles yep. hard. He wins balls in the air. He defends like, like a, like a man. I mean, he just okay. freaking defends hard. Um. Uh. Uh-uh. I'm good with him out there on the on the field. I always want him on the field. Um, I think he's angling for more money. Good for him. Good. Go get your money. All right. No problem with that. All right. No all right. Okay. So back to outlook then. Okay. Um, thinking for uh, the rest of the season, uh, our schedule. Yeah. Uh, if you're just throwing man, I looked at matchups and results. We got a lot of home Do matches, it. as somebody else pointed out. Yep. MLS. Which, uh, very nice. Schedule. Sorry, I mean, guys. I'm Googling. I'm live Googling now to we, tape. We're, we're at D.C. We're at San Jose. Mm-hmm. We're home against L.A. We got a lot of home games in the last half of the season. Wait, wait, wait. I'm getting it backwards. Sorry, 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 sorry. I think we're home against, yeah, we're home against D.C., mm-hmm. home against San Jose, at L.A., at Minnesota, mm-hmm. ugh, at Sporting KC. Then we're at Minnesota, home against the Couve, 
at Portland, at LA, home against Dallas, home against Real. And then it goes on from there, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting yeah, way, yeah. way out there, That's though, deep. Right? But um, there's... So the only matches I'd be it? worried about here, based on what we know so far... Um, Are you worried about DC United? No. No? Okay. I don't think so. No. Uh, their form is reasonable right now right dc united is 11th in the eastern conference okay so i'm I'm not worried about dc united all right sorry i'm not paying much no no no, you're fine uh san jose i'm worried about san jose yeah that's especially i mean they're playing they're playing here which is great um and and uh, so we have a little more trouble with them gotta watch out for the poor man's dempsey Love you, Kat. Uh, Wando, man, um, he is a difference maker. He will continue to be a difference maker. We've and said on the pod before, San Jose's crap, but they've been a lot better since they got a new coach. They have been, and they've had a really good, uh, I think they've had a really uh, decent run lately. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're they're to be reckoned with uh, as far as quality cool. in our division. Yep. And then we've got uh, LA Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So we're at the StubHub. I'm always worried about playing at StubHub. But, but eh. if they're garbage, they're garbage, so I they're won't garbage. worry about it. I'm, I'm giving us a win there. I'm, I'm Minnesota United. Is Colac Minnesota? We're at, we're at TCF Bank. I'm going <laughs> to give us a win there. I, yeah, that's that's going to be a win, barring um, right? jet lag and airplane crashes. Okay. Um, We've got Sporting, Sporting KC, KC in at Seattle. Home. I, mm. Is that a draw? <laughs> Be safe and give that a draw. I don't know what their what their uh, fitness looks like right now, so um, I think we could safely call that a draw. But we could yeah. probably eke out a two-one. Skip. Okay, winner or draw. Uh, then we got Minnesota United. Back to back to back, baby. Yeah, Minnesota United home. at home. That's I feel, a win. I feel bad. I think we beat like, them there, and I think we win at home. Th- like two weeks apart. I'm getting bullish. I think we win those games. Two man. weeks apart, we no. win both those games. Yeah, no, I'm just saying games. two weeks apart. Yeah. I feel bad for Minnesota. Uh, screw Minnesota. Beat by like nine goals across two games. It's going to be terrible for Dude, them. Yeah. it's going to be great for us though. I just jinxed it, by the way. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we got the Coove. Uh, the Coove. The three Caps. days later, we got the Coove. Yeah. The uh, the only thing I'm worried about there is schedule density. Well, it's uh, at especially... BC Place. Yeah. Exactly. And we're That's... traveling. That's not a Kettleson happy home. <laughs> uh, I've had I've had fun at BC Place. We're yeah, not going to talk about that. No, not but, specifics. Uh, no specifics. No. But that's a that's a fun state. I've I've only ever gotten kicked out of the temporary stadium. Okay, not 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 no. I've had some okay. really good matches at BC Place. I love watching Vancouver lose there. Uh, I watched uh, J- uh, Jamaica uh, play. Uh, I'm sorry, U.S. play. It was a group. Do, do you remember it? I, well, I was there by myself. It was very sad no. because my my wife couldn't come because she didn't get her enhanced driver's license in time. I was very sad. So I stood there by myself. I traveled with uh, Nate and Hope. Okay, uh, Hope is Nate's wife. Yeah, and uh, but I stood by myself in the section. That was kind of uh, fun. But yeah, it was uh, I believe it was USA Jamaica, but it was a uh, hex match. So, okay, yeah. So you've got some experience. <clears throat> yep. Um, yeah. Anyway, back to uh, what Moving we're talking on. about. We've got. 
I mean, one, two, three, four matches in yeah, August uh, gets tight. 15 days. August gets uh, tight. Shit. Sporting like, KC, Minnesota United, yeah. the Couve. Then... N- and, then and then the Timbers. So, I mean, we've got... crappy little red-headed stepbrother to the south. Yeah. And... You know um, what? I see... Just because see, of the density, I see at least one draw and one loss out of that series. But... Two uh, wins. We take two wins loss. at home. Okay. Um, we I take think... a... Uh, we take a draw. Yep. No, 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 no. We're getting two wins and two draws are better. Yep. I don't think we're losing to Portland. Nope. Nope, I not don't at home. Think we're losing no. to Vancouver. No. So yeah, two wins, two draws. At yep. worst, at worst, two wins, two draws. We're out getting of that bullish series. here. I like it. And then um, I don't really want to go beyond yeah, uh, Labor Day like, at this point. I don't want to think about anything nope. beyond Labor Day. We got I'm a beautiful summer ahead Labor of us. Day, yeah. So, yeah. No worries. That sounds exciting. So in terms of the outlook, we, there's we, a lot to work with here. There is. And if we do get some solid acquisitions, uh, whether it's uh, a, a a mystery mm-hmm. uh, center back, a um, uh, Gonzalez. If we can pick up Gonzalez, um, yeah, for that, I, I would take Drillis Gonzalez in yep. a heart any day of the week. No, yeah, pick him up, sign him up, pick him up, pick him up, pick him up, do it, pick him up. He's he's first division international play, but he's phenomenal. But the big butt in the room, uh huh, that's me, giggity, is. That back line is our strength when everybody's healthy, but we need some help there. Yeah. So that's my okay. big takeaway. So Torres is sticking around. The only concern is health, <laughs> not roster I think stability. Torres is going to get his money and stick He's cool. around. All right. I'm, cool. I'm fine with it. Right on. Well, thank you so much for coming over and uh, giving us a little bit of your knowledge and analysis on that's our really, roster. It's really all I have is a little bit of no, knowledge. No, you're, you're doing so great, I gave man. You, Everything I could possibly give. And that's fantastic. That's all we ask is all you can. All you can give is all we ask. Fair enough. So we talked about uh, our current roster and depth. We talked about the holes, how we would hope to fill them. Giggity. And <laughs> we talked about the outlook for at least through Labor Day. Uh, I think we're looking at some some pretty decent results for the rest of the season now that we've had a, a, a sober chance to look at everything, so I- to speak. Sobers, liberal. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I do, the last thing I'll say is I feel, I do feel optimistic yeah. about the second half of the season. It's I feel feeling like good. we're going to add some goals. I really, really hope we add a defender, center back specifically. But man, I just, I keep falling back on, there's nobody that's going to want to play us. Even... Nope. Even Sporting KC, if we have to go there, which we probably will, if we have to go there in the playoffs, mm-hmm. they're not excited about hosting us. Nope. There's no way they are. Because even though they have a great defense, they they don't score a ton of goals. Yeah. And if we're healthy, it's hard in KC. You know, man. I'm always dodgy with KC because they're hard as hell to travel yeah. to. And but they... they Optimistic. They're it, but very optimistic. But their yep. supporters, they... They bring a great show. The cauldron yep. there is just nonstop, and it's a it's a it's always a great match. Yep. So, uh, and that's why we're here is the competition. If we're walking all over everybody, it mm-hmm. just wouldn't be as much fun. Yep. But the, so 
but we're optimistic. Absolutely. And uh, with that, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you should subscribe on Stitcher and iTunes if you're not already, or just listen. That's fine. Uh, tell your friends, more importantly, about this wonderful podcast. We hope you enjoy it at least. And um, with that, we will speak to you folks after the break. Uh, you shouldn't expect any more shows uh, before uh, at least the 24th of July, uh, as we've got a number of folks going on some vacation. And uh, so other than that, you have been listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. I'm Steve Kettleson. I'm Kevin Zamira. And you have been an absolutely wonderful audience. We love you. All right. Bye now. Thank you.